Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 10, 10, 9, 9, 9, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, April 26th, 5.30 straight up. Thank you all for listening and checking in this morning on this pre-show. We love doing this half-hour show just for you and ready to get things going here on Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing over there? How are we, how are we feeling midweek? How are things going over there? Uh, things are going really well. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just uh, hanging out here, getting, uh, getting some stuff done. My mom is in town still. She leaves this morning, so um, she's going to head back to Colorado, but it's been really nice hanging out with her and, and spending some time with her since she's been here and yesterday uh she and my husband are best friends they are literally the best of friends and so my husband was out of town this weekend so he didn't get to see her and then they just came back and he said that uh tuesday's reserved for her and Aww. the two of them went out on the town went to the bellagio went to the uh to look at the flowers went out to lunch like they finally came home and i'm like Dang, <laughs> where were you? And I never get invited on their little excursions. It's so funny. I think that's so sweet. You mentioned that before, that they go out like and do their own thing. They have a really nice friendship, which is, I mean, that's a really special thing to have. You don't want the complete opposite where Matt and your mom are going at it or they don't get along. And that's really sweet that she comes to town and he sets some uh, time aside for her and, and goes out and enjoys her company. That's oh, really sweet. He he demands that time. He's like, so what day do we get to go out by ourselves? I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just hang out here. Let me know when you guys get home. So it is really cute and i love it so how you doing not bad it was a nice uh nice tuesday uh, kind of a busy day but left here went home did the tv show and they got home from that and um we watched ted lasso last night had some dinner i mean just kind of my normal routine on on a tuesday um i did that when i was driving back from the tv station i did slide into the hov lane a little bit early because it's four to six is the window right uh, in the afternoon is that you still, cannot be. Yeah, I rolled in there like at five thirty, but but uh, yeah, I didn't get I didn't get caught. I didn't get a ticket, but that thing opens up. I noticed driving down to the TV station that more cars were over in the HOV lane because at that point it was open for everyone. Driving back, not as many because there's still the restrictions in place. But I did slide in there last night on the way home. So no no complaining when there's other people in there and they're not allowed to be. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Rules have changed yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then like last night, are you caught up on Ted Lasso? Are you behind an episode or were you with Ted Lasso? No, I think I'm right on it. I mean, I didn't watch last night's episode, but yeah, I'm, I'm caught up as far as that goes. Yeah, I feel like uh, when, the, when the third season started, um, like for me at least, the first couple episodes were kind of just laying some groundwork, establishing characters, building a foundation. And then all of a sudden, like for me, the flow just kicked in and the past couple episodes have just been, and last night was just, it was just gold, just pure. The reason you turned to Ted Lasso, that feel good stuff. And that's how I walked away from last night's episode. Yeah, I, I have not been able to see that one yet, but um, just I, definitely one of my favorite shows out there. And we're, we're really excited because uh, we are going to be interviewing a couple of the guys from Ted Lasso here in the next couple of days. We're trying, we're still trying to work things out, but uh, Cristo Fernandez and Cola Bocchini from the show, they're going to be calling us uh, from London, as a matter of fact, and it, they, I mean those, the one is Danny Cruz, and the other is with the captain of the team. I can't remember his name, but they are so cute. I love their characters, so it's going to be fun to talk to them. The one guy's the football is life guy, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be that's gonna be so cool. If you watch the show, you'll you'll know the two characters when you hear the voices and everything. I'm excited about that to talk to them. Talk to anyone from that show would be huge. But that two, two of them on the show, yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. So or Danny Rosa, sorry, Rojas. That's that's his name on the show. Okay. And then the other one. Oh, what is his name? Uh, well, I'll find out. I just know what he looks like. I know what they all look like. I don't always remember their names, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, Isaac McAdoo, that's who he is. Thank you, who just texted me. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll keep you posted on when they'll be on the show, but let's do it. Let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran? Do by 98 Degrees. Or do you want to hear Case of the X by Maya? are your choices you can get your votes in now just vote on our facebook page tweet us at mercedes in the am or give us a a call or a text at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt ed sheeran in court why is he in court what did ed have to say to the jury details in about five minutes and the vote in life is a highway by tom cochran is the pre-show you pick them all the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran is in court in New York City for a lawsuit that claims that Ed copied elements of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On for his hit song, Thinking Out Loud. It's the family of songwriter Ed Towson who wrote Let's Get It On, who is suing. So let's give you a comparison. Here is Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Let's get it on. And here's thinking out loud. So, honey, now take me into your loving arms. 
So in day one, the plaintiff's attorneys say that a video of Ed performing a mashup version of Let's Get It On and Thinking Out Loud at a 2014 concert amounted to a confession. And here's a little bit snippet of that performance that actually played in the courtroom in front of Ed Sheeran yesterday. We are all sensitive people. So much to give. said in court, if I had done what you're accusing me of doing, I would be quite an idiot to stand on stage in front of 20,000 people and do that. They also went on, uh, went at Ed over his musical education and whether he took classes on musical plagiarism. And Ed responded saying, I did not take a degree on plagiarism. I I think he kind of just fell into singing and songwriting. I don't think it was something he went to school for. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. What do you think? Do you think the songs sound alike? It's just kind of a similar beat. Do you think there's any, do they have any any legs to stand on in this, in this case? Uh, Well, I don't think the beat is similar. I think the melody is very similar. I think that there are a lot of songs that sound similar to other songs, but it doesn't mean that they were ripped off. I mean, there's only so many melodies in this world. Some are bound to sound similar to others. And so I I personally don't think that he was like, ooh, I'm going to rip off Let's Get It On and write a new song to it. He'd, he'd be kind of an idiot to do that purposely. I mean, people would call him out on that immediately and you would think he would know. Oh, yeah, this could lead to some pretty rough repercussions. But... I don't know if I'm the guy's family and I really, truly believed in it. I would fight for my family. So it's tough to say. We brought up a great point because Ed argued that the chord progression in question, one, three, four, five, is is common in pop songs and that artists often match songs together. Ed's co-writer is expected to take the stand today. But Ed just talking about reading reports on the trial. Ed just seemed annoyed with the whole thing. Like, why am I even here? The stuff you're grilling me over. Like, if I did steal this song, when I stand on stage in front of people and perform this song, if it was plagiarism, this is not, it's it's not even, Ed's just very irritated at the whole thing. Actor, singer, and activist Harry Belafonte died yesterday of conject, uh, congestive heart failure. He was 96 years old. He's best known for this song right here. Tap banana till the morning come. Daylight come and you won't go home. Come, Mr. the banana boat song, which got a second life in, in the 80s thanks to Beetlejuice. And he was also well known for his activism. But he's also, many people don't know this, he's the man behind We Are the World. So Harry came up with the idea and wanted the money raised to go to USA for Africa. So he contacted manager Ken Cragen, who asked his clients Lionel Richie and Kenny Rogers, who agreed to do it. And then Belafonte got Stevie Wonder to do it. And then after that, the artists just started piling up and We Are the World became a thing. That uh, song will forever go down in history. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Now, what more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Here he is. It's Ed Sheeran. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1826. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It's 6 o'clock. It is, it's actually 6.01. It's uh, Wednesday, April 26th. And thank you so much for joining us. We're so happy to have you here as we get things going this morning. I told you my mom is in town. And uh, so we, last night... 
so yesterday was my dad's birthday. My dad passed away mm. a few uh, days, a few weeks, uh, years ago. So um, my, I, I was like, do you want to go out to dinner? And I was like, ah, you know, it's kind of a, a weird day for her. She's like, can we just stay in and, and eat? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. And so we ordered some pizza and some wings and it was just kind of low key. And uh, I was telling you guys. Uh, gosh, a couple days ago that I, I always would text my dad's number, even though I knew no one was on the other end and just text things, updates, telling me, telling him I missed him, stuff like that. And over the weekend, someone responded on one of them and I was freaking out and they're like, you have the wrong number. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This used to be my dad's phone number. And they're, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. I hope you had a great birthday. It was just, it was really crazy. The downside of that is because it connected to a new phone, it basically deleted every single conversation I had with my dad in the past. And I was devastated, could not retrieve him, ran home, looked on my iPad. They were gone there, too, because it was all attached to the iCloud and people were texting, you know, with their ideas and none of them were working. And but there was one that I remembered that someone texted and they said, before you turn on your iPad, turn off the Wi-Fi. So the Wi-Fi was already on it. My iPad was on. So that's why it updated. But then as we were eating and talking about my dad, it just jogged my memory. I'm like, I might have him on our desktop computer. We never use that thing. So I'm, I'm kind of like hoping, praying. I haven't turned that thing on in ages. And, and as a matter of fact, it's so slow now that I just, I, I didn't know what to do. I turn it on immediately turn off the Wi-Fi so nothing can like repopulate and I'm scrolling I'm scrolling I'm going through the messages and boom they were all there no I yes couldn't oh my gosh it. I was like and, and it was just weird that it was on his birthday too mm-hmm. and I'm like mom come here she oh. runs in I'm like they're here she's like oh my gosh and so we're just going back and reading through all of them I'm screenshotting every mm-hmm. single one so now I have all the screenshots on my desktop and it looks like craziness if you just look <laughs> yeah. at my own screen but i couldn't believe it and it was for that listener that texted our text line and told me turn off your wi-fi so it doesn't connect i would never have thought of that if it wasn't for you so if you're out there thank you so much it's because of you i got all these messages back it was amazing you were you noticed that during our 7 a.m social club is when you had opened your phone because you talked about you were kind of teasing that, that there was a response and you were getting ready to open your phone and that's when you, you you realized that everything was gone that's i mean that's amazing that you have everything how far did it go back on your computer it, it went back um i'd say like 2012 wow yeah and okay. uh just some of the the way he texted, he was uh-huh. ahead of his time. Even Brooklyn was saying this. He would spell your you are. He would spell <laughs> yes, you you. She's like, wow, Grandpa was ahead of his time. Look at how he texts. This is how I text. I'm like, I know, right? Heck yeah, uh, oh, happy. It, it was just so. It was such a relief. So I uh, we had really we were laughing after that, talking about some of the things he was texting. It was so cool. I was so happy last night. That makes me so happy inside, really, because that was just I mean, that was a devastating thing to happen. Because- oh. All those messages, all those years of messages and everything, and just like that, they were gone. To have them back, that makes me so happy to hear that, Mercedes. Thank you. I uh, I wanted to give an update because, yeah, I was devastated. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just so, so happy. So word to the wise, if there's any uh, conversations you want to save on your phone with loved ones, maybe that have passed on, 
screenshot that. Yeah. Oh, and then did you see people were giving hacks too? Because you talked about your voicemail messages about downloading them here in the radio station. That there are ways on your phone to save them as audio files. Oh yeah, and I do that. Okay. Like I've had that, and I um, email them to myself also as a backup. So yeah, it's. There's a lot of little things you can do to save some stuff, and so it was a very good night. I was very excited. Absolutely. All right, so on today's show, we do have those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. This is a really cool thing. You'll see your favorite Disney characters come to life. Four-pack of tickets at 825. It's Wednesday, so at 630, we've got two truths and one lie. We'll be live streaming when we do that at 630. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Well, a big VGK, VGK game tomorrow night. How did the crowd taunt Laurent Brossois in the last game? Also, what judge may get kicked off of American Idol and the newest Barbie to join the brand? We're going to break it down. It's all coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Vegas Born is trending this morning. Tomorrow, the Vegas Golden Knights could be moving on in the first round of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. They're three and one going into tomorrow's series against the Winnipeg Jets. After beating them four to two on Monday night, now uh, Laurent Brossois, there's everybody's talking about him, and I think this is why they're trending today. Um, he really got it, um, got stuff thrown, not thrown literally at him, but verbally on um, Monday night. He used to be the Jets' backup for to Connor Hellebuck, and the crowd did not let him forget it. Um, he made 24 saves for Vegas. It was his third win of the series but the crowd wanted to make him feel bad and they were screaming you're a backup at their former goalie all night long if you missed it or if you couldn't hear it here's what that sounded like He said, if anything, that just motivated him more when they started screaming that at him and that he still loves his uh, former team uh, in Winnipeg. Captain Mark Stone got the guys together, told his teammates not to get complacent as they head into game five, because it is going to be the hardest game yet. The The puck drops at 7 p.m. at the T-Mobile Arena tomorrow night. Yeah, don't take your foot off the pedal. And when they're chanting something like that, just point to the scoreboard when it's all said and done. Exactly. I mean, I I think I get what he's saying. It's like, okay, d- let me show you then. Mm-hmm. And then he walks away with 24 saves. So, <laughs> uh, so much for being a backup there. Also trending this morning is Katy Perry. She could be the next to go on American Idol. An insider told Radar Online that many fans are so angry over the way that she treats contestants and producers are considering replacing her. They say Katie has come under fire for harsh comments in the past, and now fans are upset over the way she humiliated a singing duo. Now, this comes on the heels of that scandal involving the singer Sarah Beth Levy, who uh, is the mother of three, 25 years old. She quit the show after Perry uh, made a crack about her having so many kids.
I, I'm not watching American Idol, nor have I watched any recent seasons, but I, I have heard this storyline, this narrative going that Katy Perry can be pretty harsh. You go back to when American Idol first started, that whole Simon Cowell thing, he was the harshest of them all, but that was like a thing, and that kind of worked back then. I don't know, necessarily say it worked, but that was like the thing. I don't think those, like, do people want those judges anymore that come in and, and are so harsh and are so mean to contestants who are coming in and just they're trying to give it their all for the, for, for the judges? Like, I get what you're saying, but part of me is like, this is weeding them out. If you can't handle it, do you think that everyone's going to be nice to you when you get into the world of music? Do you think everyone's going to be like, you're giving it your all. Good for you. No, they're going to be like, you suck. Get out of here. You know, you you got to develop a thick skin. And while I don't agree with the things that the crack she made to the girl about about, um, the, you know, her kids and stuff, you got to expect that that's the real world of music. Not everyone's going to be nice to you all the time. And that I feel like. Not like she's preparing them, but I think that that's some that's some decent practice for what to expect in the future. You know, do we have any examples of stuff that, that people are angry about what she says to these to the contestants? Do we know anything? Because I don't know. I'm not seeing what she's saying to the contestants. What is she saying that that is so harsh that the people that our fans are getting upset with? I, I don't watch the show. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anyone out there watching crickets on the phone. Yeah, line. no clue. But no I mean, clue. It, it, it's a truly a valid point. Yeah, it's a, the music industry is, I mean, a very hard industry to be in so yeah you want to develop a tough skin but how harsh is she what is she saying to these contestants what was the mom thing wasn't she shaming a woman for having too many kids that's what it was she said uh something like uh she has three kids and then um something about laying down i can't remember what it was but the woman was just like okay i i'm done i don't mm-hmm. want to have to endure this if it's about like you're singing or um hey this sounded really bad when you did this i i don't know what she's saying but the same time i look i don't want i don't want anyone to be mean i think it's rude but part of me thinks that you're going to get a lot more if you think that's bad wait until you actually get into the music industry well yeah come down on the mom for her singing but don't come yeah. down on the mom for being a mom and shaming her for having three kids like what does that have to do with her being a singer yeah the yeah i agree i definitely agree on that so also trending this morning barbie is trending the toy maker mattel they have introduced its first barbie with down syndrome now the goal is to make the famous doll more inclusive and they worked with the national down syndrome society to make it so the doll has a shorter frame and a longer torso than its other barbies the doll's face is also a rounder shape with almond shaped eyes a, a, some small smaller ears and then a flat nasal bridge mattel says that the doll palms even include a single line which is a characteristic that's often associated with those with down syndrome they also say that their goal is to enable all children to see themselves in barbie while also encouraging children to play with dolls who do not look like them and that is what's trending all right it's wednesday so we have two truths and one lie coming up here in about 10 minutes are you all set for this morning yeah we're ready to go two truths one lie two of us will be telling you the truth about something one of us is lying we have predetermined who is doing what so if you are ready to guess, jump on our live stream. We are going to be live streaming the whole thing here in just a couple of minutes. You can do that through our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning, or also our Facebook page. Two Truths and One Lie is coming up next. The game is Two Truths and a Lie. True. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Two Truths and One Lie is on right now, and you can check us out online. We're live streaming on our YouTube and Facebook pages. Uh, you can just search for Mercedes in the Morning, and you can see if maybe you can tell a little bit better who is telling the truth and who is lying. We have predetermined who is to do what. 
Let us know what you think. Uh, 702-364-9400. And uh, you can comment on our social media, too. Steph, you are up first this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, 60, uh, 60 seconds. 30 seconds on the clock, and they start now. We usually, when we're born... We come out crying. And when my parents told me when I was born, I was born not crying. Eyes wide open, just looking around the world. And I thought that was a cool, fun fact that I was born not crying. Super easy, super simple, short story today. And that's it. That's my story for today. Um, Did they smack your butt? That's what I don't know. Because I heard that's what happened. Like, they smack you in case you're, like, not breathing or They whatever. have to make sure that you're breathing. Like, you have to cry. So my guess is that they whacked you on the butt, so you started. <laughs> and they're like, oh, her, lung, her lungs are good. She's good. Yeah, because I, I've heard a lot of babies um, are born without you know, crying, um, and they have to hear if they are, one, alive, and two, if, you know, they, they've got the lungs, the strong lungs going. Were both, did both your girls come out crying? Um, no, and I freaked out, um, but this is not about me. This no, is I just, I, I want to oh, no, learn more, because I don't know, is this a, I don't have kids, I'm not in the like living world, is, is a common yeah. thing? Well, well um, if, if it's very common, then okay, cool, she's probably telling the truth. Uh, Sophie was not, and the it was a big thing with her, her um, umbilical cord was around her neck, and they discovered that while she was still in there, so they had to repump me with a bunch of fluids, so it would, like, loosen, and then when she came out, and they took it, to, like, un did it um she wasn't crying so he was like whacking her on the butt and then finally finally she's like ah i don't know if this has anything to do with it but my mom had a c-section when she had me so they took me out it wasn't like i was being uh, pushed out (laughs) that makes sense that makes sense you were just enjoying things and all of a sudden you're like what what's going on came out with a full head of hair (laughs) steph is very calm and she's like the you know the calm one even keel and she came in out uh, uh, entered the world that way very balanced yes that's great okay so is steph telling the truth or is she lying about that i mean i i don't see why you would make something up like that that seems like something pretty reasonable to you know to have be true what do you guys think yeah what do you guys think listening right now is steph lying is it uh so one of us the three is is lying the two others are telling the truth all right uh i'm up next uh set the t- the timer on the clock and mm-hmm. i will get going ready you start now uh for my birthday my mom's birthday present for me was her wedding ring <gasps> she gave me her wedding ring and that's not even the whole story. Um, so I'm looking at it. I was just like so grateful. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so cute. Barely fits on my pinky. It's so <laughs> small. Um, but, and two diamonds are missing. And I was like, Mom, there's two diamonds. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Um, I was making tortillas uh, when I was younger. And two of the diamonds fell in the tortilla or tortillas and someone ate them. So I may have eaten diamonds. <laughs> I don't know if it was me. Nobody knows who it was. It was either me or my dad or my mom because my little brother was not born at the time. So one of us ate diamonds from a tortilla. That's so funny. <laughs> so the story might not be that the or the truth or the lie is that not did you only did you get the wedding ring, but there's diamonds <laughs> that were in tortillas and someone <laughs> ate it. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, where's the other diamonds? She's like, oh, everyone told me I could never remove my wedding ring. So I didn't. I was making tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so <laughs> that is my story. Oh, the, you know, the diamond, did you pass the diamonds if you did swallow the diamonds. Where are those diamonds now? That's you know, a trip. My mom said uh, they're in a sewer somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Right. Digest it out. So. Is this even happening? And that's like, oh, two diamonds are missing as your dad and you were eating like tortillas. Like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I think these are very crunchy. Yeah. Eat my em, my eat tooth em. is gone now. What's going on? So um, am I telling the 
truth or am I lying? Tell us what you think, JC. You are last but not least. All right, here we go. Starts now. I I am super excited about this because this all kind of transpired. What all transpired yesterday, Laura, she works in the travel and tourism industry and has been asked by her company to fly to London this summer to go speak at a conference. And since it's so last second, everything's coming together, they said you can bring a plus one. The dates time out perfectly over some time we're planning on taking off this summer. So I am going to London this summer. Oh, traveling overseas finally. for the first time. What? For the first time ever, I'll be going overseas. Oh, I really want this to be true. I hope it's true. Uh, it, it's about time. It's <laughs> about damn time. Yeah, time to see the world. Yeah, because JC usually just travels locally, goes to Wyoming. Maybe you'll go to visit family back home, back east. I've never heard you saying you're going overseas. So I'm crossing fingers that you are going to go to London. That's awesome. Passport. I looked at the passport last night. Passport is good. It's only went stamped once when I went to Mexico. So passport's <laughs> going to use. This kid's going to London this uh, summer. I am so happy. I really hope that is true. If it's a lie, I will be very upset about that one. If he's lying, then we're booking him a trip to London. <laughs> he won't go. <laughs> Tentatively, I, the offer was there, whether I go or not. But no, yeah, I'm going to London this summer. That's wow. awesome. Okay. okay. Like, what do you guys think? Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Let's look at our uh, live stream right now. Wesley says Mercedes is lying again. Uh, Armin says Mercedes is lying. Uh, We have uh, Wesley saying I'll lie for a trip to London. Um, (laughs) Clowning around says Mercedes is lying. Oh, my gosh. Scary picture. (laughs) Looking at the text line, uh, it says... um, I definitely think that Mercedes is lying. Man, everyone thinks it's me. Good morning. It's Lori. I think Mercedes is lying. Uh, everyone says that. Kelly, Mercedes is lying. Funny would have broken a tooth eating the tortilla. Um, Jeremiah thinks I'm lying. Well, I guess the cat is out of the bag, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Let's do the grand reveal. Who is truth teller number one? It's me. I was born without crying. But then I think about it. I was also born with asthma. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Ah, I don't know. That's hard to say. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I think that was a, a fairly believable story. Yeah. yeah. Very peaceful birth. Was yes, yes. Exactly. Hello, Very low key. <laughs> All right. Truth teller number two. It's me. My mom ah! lost her diamonds in a tortilla or in tortillas. People are saying you would have broken a tooth. Well, maybe it was in the chunk that didn't get chewed. Mm -hmm. But I don't know who it was. Nobody knows. My mom just thinks uh, it's got to be one of us. So I was telling the truth, which means, JC, I'm so upset. You're not going to London. Laura Laura was asked to speak at a conference in Nashville. And uh, (laughs) I just kind of just made this whole story up. Oh, man. Would you you go, though, if there was an opportunity for you there? Uh, It's funny because I I did some research. There actually is a travel conference in London when we're on vacation. I'm thinking, would I go? I think if it was during break and they offered, if her company offered a plus one where it's paid for, I would definitely go. 100%. How could you pass that up? Airfare, hotel? But if I'm paying for it, uh, I don't know. Well, all you would have to buy is the airfare, right? Because she'd have the hotel. Yeah, that's, that's true. All yeah, you hotel would be covered. Yeah, good point. Do yeah. it. Leave do the country. It, well, she's not going to London. She's going to Nashville. Well, tell her to go. <laughs> Make a trip after Nashville. Go to London. <laughs> Skip Nashville. Let's go to London conference. Uh, coming up next, we have the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, this morning we are going to talk about uh, this. the states where your risk of identity theft is the highest. Is Nevada on this list? Also this morning, uh, who are the angriest drivers on the road? Is it men? 
or is it women? We're going to talk about a new study. And a woman is saving hundreds of dollars a month by feeding her baby this. You're not going to believe it. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so do you do you worry about identity theft? It's on the rise, but it is most common in certain states. And those states are Louisiana, Georgia, and Florida. In 2022, more than 500 people for every 100,000 were victims of the crime with credit card fraud being the most common form of identity theft. Um, Alabama's largest college city, Tuscaloosa, was the number one metro area in the country for identity fraud, with more than a thousand victims for every 100,000 residents. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, was number two for cities, and then Miami, Fort Lauderdale, um, was number three. So as far as Nevada goes, we're pretty high up there. We are in the top five, number five for identity theft in the country with um, 418 reports per 100,000 people. So it's definitely on the rise and definitely something that you need to uh, keep track of. Your credit scores, your any open credit cards, things like that. We subscribe to one of the, I forget the name of it, but one of the services where you can see your credit score and activity and everything, but there's no, there's no, we don't get alerts or anything if something's taking place. Do you subscribe to any of the services where there's some out there, if someone's doing something, you'll get an update or an alert sent to you. I do. It's uh, called LifeLock and I'm on it. My husband's on it and I even have my girls on it because, you know, they're younger mm-hmm. and they haven't really done anything. And so, yeah, if I, uh, like I uh, was when I was buying our last car, we were getting finance for it. And so they sent everything in and then boom, I get this alert. It's like um, a credit line is currently attempting to be open for this, you know, blah, 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 Toyota. And I was like, it says deny or approve. And I was like, approve because I was doing it. Yeah. And so it lets you know. And then every month it tells you what your credit score is. Like your credit score went down by 20 points. Your credit score went up by 15 points. And 
I really love this service. It's been great. You can freeze your credit cards using the service. You can say no accounts are to be open in my name, and then you can unfreeze it when you're ready to be open an account. It's really a good service. That's worth it, yeah, because when I do, it's, it's nice to see your credit score and everything else that's going on. The same thing shows you up and down over the past month, but there's no alerts. There's nothing like that. That's that's the way to truly protect yourself. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. That's good. Absolutely. Uh, also this morning, the driver flipping you off in traffic is most likely... A woman. A study found that women have less patience for people who get in their way because they have to overcome so many obstacles in other parts of their lives. The researchers also found that as a woman moves up the corporate ladder, the more likely they are to experience road rage. Laura used to have some road rage issues when we first started dating. And she would call me and say, this guy is following me or something. Like, what happened? She would tell me, like, he cut her off and she gave the finger or something. And I'm like, you can't, you cannot do that. You can't because you don't know who's on the other end. I remember vividly someone that was following her. It was a whole thing when we were back in uh, in D.C. And, and thankfully she has stopped and, 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 and grown out of it because... The person may be in the wrong, but you don't know. You don't know what's going on with that person. You don't want to deal with that stuff. Have you seen um, the show Beef on Netflix? Beef? Um, Anybody watch Beef? Not yet. No. Which one's Beef? Uh, Beef is the guy from Walking Dead and Ali Wong. Steven Yen. I know the premise of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. That that um, is very... Uh, that affirms this new thing that women have a lot of road rage. Steph, have you watched it? We're on it right now. I think episode four. It's okay. an interesting show. Like it, it's the way intense. It's, yeah, and Ali Wong plays a really good uh, person that we're talking about, like with the road rage and stuff. Well, yeah. the, the, it's out there. If you read about the show, like the tagline is, "Isn't it based on a road rage incident?" Yes, that's what the whole show is based around one incident, mm-hmm. which is kind of a trip. So a lot of women out there with the road rage, and it, it affirms that because you know she's highly successful. She's got a lot going on, and, and she gets very angry behind the wheel. That is for sure. I like your uh, your thumbs up trick, or thumbs down. If someone does yeah. something bad, just give it your thumbs down. It's not as aggressive. And you're like, that wasn't cool. I saw someone do that to someone else the other day. I was at a red light, and I don't know what happened between the two cars, but it was not good. So the car behind it was honking, and they literally opened their window and then did a thumbs down side. I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I love that. That was so funny. Um, finally, this morning, so a mom says she. She saves hundreds of dollars a month by feeding her 18-month-old crickets instead of meat. And she now plans to add ants, grasshoppers, and worms to her daughter's diet. Tiffany Lee is a food writer from Toronto. She says she first tried insects during a visit to Asia, tasting everything from fried tarantula legs to scorpion on a stick. And she loved how the critters were incorporated into local dishes to enhance their textural appeal. Now, when her daughter became old enough to start eating food, Tiffany decided to add bugs to her diet, which she described as a much cheaper way to provide the toddler with protein. Uh, She recently explained that since she started mixing crickets into her 18-month-old's meals, she doesn't have to spend as much on more traditionally expensive proteins. And she said that the change has resulted in her cutting her food bill down from $250 to $300 a week to $150 to uh, $200 a week. She explained she first started giving her daughter cricket puffs, which she says look like Cheerios but taste far less salty and have a fibrous finish to them. Then she started with whole roasted crickets. though That didn't go over very well. Um, but she says that it, it now her daughter just loves them and she 
picks them up whenever she needs a, a quick snack. They sell them. They're, they're more common. I can find them. And there's a, um, an AMPM on West Flamingo. They have them right there at the counter. You can buy crickets now. Yeah, I've seen them more places. I, I am not going to try that. But hey, if you like it, go for it. That uh, sounds like a good way to save some, some money. Listen, yesterday's Try a Tuesday with that freeze-dried candy was fantastic. We're not going down the cricket road next week. Yeah, definitely not. We're not doing that. So we have our 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live from 7 to 8 a.m. live on our Facebook page, our YouTube page. It's the Mercedes in the Morning Facebook and YouTube page. Live during the entire hour, during songs, during commercials. You can chat with us. All of that kicks off in just about four minutes. It is 6.58, and we are live streaming right now. We're a little bit early today for the 7 a.m. social. That's where we live stream the show, and you can see what we're doing on and off the air. You can just check out our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Look for Mercedes in the Morning. Laura's uh, mom, my mother-in-law, got a, got a call from the police on Tuesday and, and kind of freaked her out because the, the phone's ringing, and she picks it up, and they're like, is this Carolyn Doherty? She's like, yes, it is. They're like, this is your county police whatever the police is back home and they're like yes they're like um did you um have a bicycle of yours stolen ever or did you lose a bicycle and she has to stop and think for a second and she uh she goes oh my gosh yes about five years ago my bicycle was stolen crazy thing the police found my mother-in-law's bicycle that was stolen five years ago so five years ago she, she's in town buys a new bike and it's an it's a nice bike she told us and then um laura's brother my brother-in-law borrowed it at some point and it got stolen from him and i think they filed a police report and nothing turned up well recently uh, what she was told there was an incident with a homeless person and uh, i guess this guy had their her bike and they did this stuff with a homeless person and their bike went into the evidence room the police are cleaning out the evidence room, find this bike. Um, they run the serial number. Nothing comes. They end up calling the bike shop in town. They give the bike shop the serial number. My mother-in-law's name comes up, and they, they track her down, and she gets her bike five years after it was stolen. Well, how uh, was the condition of it? Oh, she didn't say. I don't think she got it yet. They called her. I don't know if she went and picked it up, but they called her on Tuesday. Seriously, because she hasn't gotten it back yet. You don't hear about people getting their bikes back very often, that's for sure. And five years after the fact, too. I thought it was a trip five years later to the point where they said, did you have a, did you lose or was a bicycle stolen? She's like, um, she had to think about it because it was so long ago. Wow. That's uh, good for her. I bet that was a nice little surprise that she got there. Have you ever had anything that was lost and you found it years later or something that was stolen and you just wrote the thing off and all of a sudden the police found it or you found it years later? Not like that. Not years later. I've had stuff stolen that I got back like right away. But as far as like, a long time to the point where I was just like, oh, I'll never see that again. And, and, you know, then five years later, I get a call like they have it. But I'm sure a lot of people have. That's uh, th- I mean, it. It really, I get the whole cleaning out the uh, the closet, the evidence closet, and, and saying, hey, let's let's see if we can actually find an owner for all this stuff so we don't have to throw it away. But it's it's just, uh, it's like uh, one in what 1,000 chance that that's going to happen to you. And then, the, then how they took the extra steps, too, because the way, and I'm getting this story secondhand from, from Laura, but the way she was telling me sounds like, the bike was gone, and then this incident with a homeless person happened recently, and that's why the bike was in their evidence room. And then they go to the extra steps of, it's a small town, there's one bike shop in town, calling the bike shop, giving them the serial number, and then pulling up their files, and like, oh yeah, this person bought it five years ago, and then taking that step to call her to see if it's hers, to get her bike back. That's really cool. Has anyone ever lost anything and then got 
it was recovered years later. What was it? How long did it take? Uh, let us know. That's that's really cool. Have you ever had anything like that happen to you? Well, I was thinking this triggered the memory of for your laptop. When your laptop was stolen, it was recovered. How, was that a month after the fact? How fast did they move in on your laptop? It was pretty quick. It was like uh, a week and a half. So that's why I didn't say that one because it wasn't like years later. I It got, yeah, I got it really fast, which is very very rare because it's just oh man i couldn't believe i even got it i'm using it right now but that was uh that was a lot of work from on the police's end and i was surprised it got done it was really cool it's scary when something like that happens someone breaks into your car they stole your laptop i have a friend she was working on an old camaro and um, the pandemic came and she took it to an auto body shop in town. And this guy ended up being the whole scandal. He left town with all the cars that he was working on. And the car was gone for like two years until someone it turned up like in a junkyard uh, here in town. So she found it two years after the fact that her car was stolen. And it was in a junkyard here in Las Vegas. Wow. That's uh, that's nuts. Like how. How do people still remember that stuff? You know, mm-hmm. or how do how do they recover that stuff all those years later? If they get it, I would kind of be like, well, the chances of me finding this person are pretty much slim to none. And then they do. And then, boom, there's that person. They track the person down. Yeah, yeah it's nuts. that's awesome. I'm glad she found her bike. Some people are wanting to know what kind of bike it was. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 that I don't know. Uh, like she's my largest said it was a nice bike. <laughs> so it was a mountain bike or like a street bike or not like a motorbike. No, no, it was a bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. bicycle. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Her Harley Davidson was stolen five years ago. Uh, coming up here um, in the eight o'clock hour, we've got those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space inside the shops at Crystals. And then coming up next, we do have the dirt. Ed Sheeran in court. Why is he in court? What did Ed have to say to the jury? Details in about five minutes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran is in court in New York City for a suit that claims that Ed copied elements of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On for his hit song, Thinking Out Loud. It's the family of songwriter. His name is Ed Towson, who wrote Let's Get It On, who is suing. So just a comparison. Here's here's Ed Sheeran's song. So honey, now Take me into your loving arms And then Marvin Gaye. So day one was Tuesday, and the plaintiff's attorneys say that a video of Ed performing a mashup version of Let's Get It On and Thinking Out Loud at a 2014 concert amounted to a confession. Here's a little snippet of, of that song right here, the mashup. We are all sensitive people, so much He was, Ed was kind of annoyed and, annoyed, and he said, if I had done what you are accusing me of doing, I would be quite an idiot to stand on stage in front of 20,000 people and do that. They also went at Ed over his musical education and whether he took classes on musical plagiarism, and Ed said, I did not take a degree on plagiarism. Hey, where would take that? Is that like University of Phoenix, or like where is that exactly? Who knew that they had classes on musical plagiarism? And that's the part. Your class, your song project is "Let's Get It On." Now, plagiarize the song and write us a hit song yeah, based on that exactly. song. Exactly. His uh, co-writer is expected to take the stand today, but the video of Ed going in and out of the courtroom, his fans are all over the uh, the courthouse trying to get a glimpse of Ed Sheeran. I saw like all the photographers as he was walking in, and there were a couple that were actually touching him and mm-hmm. I was I was shocked like this one guy was 
pulling his shoulder back so he could get a sh- and I'm like you can't touch him mm. it was I I was shocked well, imagine if Matt touched someone, one of his, Matt was taking pictures and grabbed someone. You oh, can't do that. He'd get kicked out immediately. Uh, CinemaCon is taking place at Caesars Palace this week. is happening right now. This is when studios reveal their big movies of 2023 to theater owners. And because of this, the stars are here in Las Vegas. So far this week, and this is just like the tip of the iceberg, Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning, Orlando Bloom, Oprah's here, David Harbour, Zendaya, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Jennifer Lawrence, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and Harrison Ford spotted so far this week in Las Vegas. It is just huge. Be on the lookout. Celebrities are everywhere here in town. And if you go to Caesars Palace, because that's where all the action is, if you walk around, you might bump into a celebrity. Harrison Ford says his next appearance as Indiana Jones in the upcoming Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny will be his last. He's not going to have any involvement in the potential Disney Plus series. Harrison is 80. Now, do you remember when Sean Connery played Harrison's four dad, his dad in Indiana Jones yes. in The Last Crusade? Yes. That was 1986. Sean Connery was 56 when he did that movie. Really? 56? And Harrison was 44, so they're pretty close in age. But it just, I remember as a kid watching that, thinking that Sean Connery was so old, he was only 56. And 12 years older than him. Mm-hmm. Young father. And then here we have Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones again at the age of 80. Wow. That's that's crazy to think how time, how quick time goes by. That's <laughs> insane. Now, the 90s were a good time for cartoons, but what was your favorite? The website Slash Film chose the 15 best. I'll give you the top five. Tell me if you watched these in the 90s, if you liked these, if you did watch them. Number five was Batman the Animated Series. No. Number four was Family Guy. Uh, from time to time. Number three was Arthur. Um, I like the fist meme of, from Arthur, but other than that, I didn't really watch that often. Uh, number two was Animaniacs. Oh, I like the Animaniacs. They were cute. Number one was SpongeBob SquarePants. Of course. I've seen many an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm surprised Rugrats is not on that list. Number six. Oh, I loved Rugrats. That was my favorite. South Park was number eight. Um... I was surprised Beavis and Butthead was not on there. They didn't make the top 15. That Yeah, that was a hit or miss show for me. Sometimes it was really funny. Other times I was just rolling my eyes. <laughs> I like the music videos they show. Some yeah. rare and obscure music videos. Do you want to talk about this UFC fighter next? Yeah, this um, this is interesting. So this former UFC fighter, he made a comment about his wife that a lot of people are saying is a completely backhanded compliment. When did someone give you a backhanded compliment? And we'll see what you think about this one. Is it rude? Or do you know where he was going with this? We'll talk about it coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Does everyone know who Ben Askren is? He is a former UFC star and... uh People are talking about something he said in a post uh, recently. He he accidentally insulted his wife. Now, it's you know, it's one of those backhanded compliments where, you know, he meant well. But when he said it, it just sounded so rude. Have you ever been given a backhanded compliment where you're just like, uh, thanks. (laughs) So what happened with him is. He um he was trying to praise his wife for being a really great mother and he posted a picture of her with their kids the 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 whole family and he wrote on the caption I've seen some guys posting on social media lately about how they are winning because their wife is attractive 
While I don't disagree, I think finding a wife who is a great mother is 500% more important. Thanks, Amy, for being such a great mom to our kids. So basically saying, well, you're not attractive, (laughs) but you're a great mom, and that's what's important. So people were quick to, to get on him, just like, do you realize what you just said? That she's a great mom, but she's definitely not attractive. And personally, I didn't think that... I didn't get that from it right away, but then I I was reading the comments and yeah, people are like, way to call your wife ugly in front of all these people. Um, And then he went back and he said, for those of you who are too dumb to realize multiple things can be true at once. My wife is both very hot and a great mother. Being a great mother is way more important as I originally stated. Has anyone ever given you a backhanded compliment. Well, also, too, I, I, I think you're the same page. You see where he's coming from, where his yes. heart is in this, but it just it just doesn't translate when people read it, and that's why they come after him. Yeah, I mean, and how many backhanded compliments came your way and you didn't pick up on them when they took place? But ones I'm thinking of, but like anytime someone uses like the word actually, if you're in a meeting and you make a point, like actually, that's not a bad idea, as if all your other ideas were bad ideas. Yeah. That oh, you finally came up with a good one. Mm-hmm. Not it, it's not bad. Wow. Shocker. Uh yeah, I I've heard that one before. I think sometimes people will say something like um you should do this more often. You do that you look so good when you do this. Like you should wear red more often. You look so good when you wear it. And I'm like does that mean I look bad in every other color? <laughs> and that's me just digging in and trying to create a meeting. So uh, a different meaning to it. But I always think about that. Or you look great today. Oh, I looked bad yesterday. <laughs> you know, that's my issue. That's not their issue. I, I think they're just trying to give a genuine compliment. But when did you get a backhanded compliment? Uh, this person, Sunny, says, my grandma told me I look beautiful with makeup on. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! you look so pretty with makeup on. Other times, nah, <laughs> not so much. Uh, this one says, <laughs> okay, um, this was a back. Okay, wait, hold on. It says, uh, speaking of backhanded compliments, I work retail and for whatever reason tend to get a lot of them. I get compliments on a rather snug button up shirt I wear. But once a lady said, oh, I love your shirt. I jokingly replied, yeah, but it shows off all my fat. And she says, oh, stop, you're beautiful. Don't say that about yourself. So I replied, I said I was fat, not ugly, but thanks, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She was, that was a nice thing. She was just trying to be nice on it. Some of us really try to create a meaning to it. Uh, Kelly says, I dyed my hair once. My grandpa said, you looked better before, but nice hair. That's enough to make you just want to run back to the salon and get it get it changed and right get it changed what about when someone asks if you ever get this like um you know you, you look so tired or like oh my gosh are you, are you sick you don't look you don't look good like what i'm not sick what's wrong with me yeah or do you, when people say you look tired mm-hmm. like uh, well that's not backhanded that's just <laughs> that's front-handed that's just straight punch right uh, to the face uh jennifer is on the f- uh phone jennifer what was the backhanded compliment you got you have such a pretty face that's because I'm one. a bigger girl. Yeah. So I think people think that that's like a compliment telling you how pretty of a face you have if you put it on a skinny girl's body. Exactly. That's And that is what they're telling you. you. It's so ridiculous. Why don't you just say, oh, you look pretty? And then you take it as a compliment, but specifying your face looks pretty, but not the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says where I work, we used to have, we had three Karens. Tall Karen, short Karen, and x-ray Karen. 
I was tall Karen. Someone asked me if she could talk to the skinny Karen, which was not her, I'm assuming. Um, Don says, my husband always says, you look fine. I don't think that is the best compliment. Just fine. Not great, not good, but you're fine. Yeah, you fine look today. fine. And this one, I lost 45 pounds. And my grandma's backhanded compliment was, you look great now, but I don't understand why you had 45 pounds to lose in the first place. Jeez, thanks, Grandma. Wow. Grandparents and the... They're that, the meanest. Yeah, and that random uncle, too, can be mean, too. Anyone that is, like, older, they just say what they think. Mm. They have no filter. It It's actually very frightening sometimes. I used to always cringe when my Uncle Frank was about to speak because I knew he was going to say something that was going to make me cry. I just knew it. He, he makes You see him make eye contact with oh. you before he's like, no, don't look at me, Uncle Frank. Look at someone else, please. I see him. He looks me up and down, and then his mouth opens. I'm like, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. He's going to say something so mean to me right now. And he did. He never... Never failed. We all got that Uncle Frank in our life. Yes, we do. Hot Three's coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. Are you one of those people that loves to perform small acts of kindness? Well, they're happening more and more often now. And we're going to talk about that. Also, what is your favorite driving innovation? Like, what bell or whistle do you have in your car that you probably didn't have years ago that you think is a lifesaver? We're going to talk about the top ones. And do you have a hard time with certain brand names? There's a new Google generator that came up with the brands people have the most trouble pronouncing. We'll put you to the test. It's uh, coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Random acts of kindness. Hopefully you've been the recipient of one and hopefully you've given one before. The world can be, feel pretty rough sometimes, but people actually help each other every two minutes. That's according to a new study. Researchers from UCLA, along with a team of international scientists, have found that small acts of kindness happen that often. They found when people lend a helping hand, they tend to do it without explanation, but when they can't help... 74% of the time, they explain why. They say that when we zoom in on that micro level of social interaction, most of our cultural differences go away. Um, it's just that natural instinct to help when needed. And um, the fact that it happens once every two minutes is very, it, I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it's really good. Can you think of the last random act of kindness that did, that, that you received? That I received? um Hmm. Oh, some friends of ours invited us to go to the Golden Knights game tomorrow. That's awesome. And I'm like, Do, should we buy the tickets? And they're like, no, you're just coming with us. I'm like, okay. So yeah, that was the last random act of kindness I got. What about you? Um, there was last week I was coming out of Starbucks downtown. I had four coffees in my hand and there was a guy in front of me and he, he was leaving and he didn't see me behind me and the door started to shut on me and I caught it with my foot, which was fine, but he spun around and felt awful that he didn't hold the door for me. And he offered to help carry my drinks. I'm like, no, no, I got him. He's like, where are you parked? And I was parked right in the front of the Starbucks. He goes, let me get your door. And he opened my door for me. I thought that was like, oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. So a random act of rudeness turned into a yes, random act of kindness. It started very rude <laughs> and then it turned very kind. Also this morning, um, it, we still don't have the flying cars. Uh, everybody thought that that was going to happen in the future and it still seems further away than it did, you know, 20 years ago, but there has been innovation. Think about your car now. Okay. And compare it to the first car you ever had. What do you consider to be the most important new feature over time in a new poll? The top answer was 
multiple airbags. So people went with safety over comfort and technology, which very commendable. I'll give you that. But the runner up was GPS satellite navigation, followed by reverse cameras, power steering, parking sensors, self park systems, um, adaptive cruise control and Bluetooth. Heated seats was all the way down at number 20, which I thought was kind of funny. But I was telling Sophie, I I love the GPS. The GPS is the greatest thing ever. I was telling her how there was this website that we used to use called MapQuest. And she's like, what was that? I'm like, well, it's when you were going somewhere. Before you leave, you go on your computer, you type in the address that you're going, and then you print out the directions to this place. And she's like, you print it out? And I'm like, yeah. And so my car was always filled with old MapQuest directions. Like, use us. Oh, like this. this would be Mercedes. Oh, oh my and, God. And you got the pages wrong. Wait, no. It's supposed to be page five. It's Turn page four. Turn left oh. at Oak Harbor Drive. Okay. Yeah. That one was... That just sounds so antiquated now. We're giving someone directions, too. Like, you write them down. Like, okay, you're going to head up the 215 and then make a left on Charleston. And then, yeah, you pass this Albertsons. Keep going straight. And then, okay, you write everything down. You try to make sense of the directions that you're giving them to the person. Yeah. it, it turned. Le- I, I, the worst was when people would tell me, then go east Ugh. on this street. I'm like, how am I supposed to know which way is east? I am not Lewis and Clark. Please. Thank you very much. Yes. I don't like that either. Go north on Jones. Like, wait, which way is that? Is that towards the stratosphere or away from the stratosphere? Yeah, not a fan of those kind of directions. All right. Finally, this morning, it can be embarrassing when you realize you've been pronouncing a word wrong. Um, Some words are just said differently depending on who's saying them. Sometimes we're just unaware of the correct way to pronounce something. And recently, Business Name Generator, it's a site that uses AI to develop brand identity. They analyze Google search results to find out the brands that give people the most trouble when it comes to pronunciation. Now, a lot of these are luxury brand labels and European companies, which can be tricky for Americans to know how to say, but some of these are actually kind of surprising. So I'll try to give you a hint on the brand name, and then that way you'll say it how you say it, and then I'll tell you the Okay. 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 It's a type of car. Um, It can also be a woman's name. It's not Mercedes, but it's... Porsche. It's Porsche. Porsche. Uh, It's a sneaker brand. We were just trying to get a pair of these this morning on a drop. Nike. Nike. You said it right. Nike. Um, It's a luxury brand. They're very very famous for their Birkin bag. Uh, Birkenstocks? No. It's a... (laughs) It's a luxury brand. Then I don't know. There's no oh oh uh, the Birkin bag. Um, it's made by what's what's the letter it starts with? H H oh uh, Hermes. 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 Um, it's the kind of purse I'm carrying right now. Louis Vuitton. Louis. They say it's Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. That's what they say. I say Vuitton. Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Um, this is a brand uh, of car. They're made in Korea. Nissan. No, that's, I think, Japanese. Mm, brand of car that's made in Korea. I don't know. What does it start with? H. Hyundai. Hyundai. Hyundai? Hyundai. 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 Yes. It's the big blue and yellow building over there. Ikea. Ikea. Ikea? Ikea. <sighs> um, let me pick one more. That's tough. Uh, okay. I I want to just see how you say this. It's a chocolatey spread that you put on things. Nutella? 
It's Nutella. It's Nutella? Nutella. Nutella. Yes. I say Nutella, too, if it makes you feel any Thank better. Thank you. <laughs> it's delicious, though, isn't it? I think I've had, I don't think I've actually had Nutella. Nutella. You've never had Nutella? I've never had Nutella. Nutella? Mm. Whoa. It's, it's, it's chocolatey, peanut buttery? No, it's it's hazelnut. It's hazelnut. Yeah. Oh, I like hazelnut. Which tastes like chocolatey. Oh, man, I'm going to have to bring you in some Nutella. <laughs> yes, don't bring me Nutella. I want to try the Nutella. Hey, 8 o'clock hour, 825. Tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. That happens when you win. Heads up. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You never have one of those meetings at work that just goes on and on and it just never seems to end. We had one of those yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was a long one yesterday. I didn't think we we, we finally we started 10:30 and wrapped up at 12:15. Yeah, it was it was one of the longer meetings that we've had, but I think part of the reason why it was so long was not because it was pointless cuz it very much had a point to it, but it's because it kept getting interrupted. It was just people kept walking in. Steph, why do you think people kept walking in? Oh, I think people kept walking in because here at the station, we have a conference room that has a see-through glass. And it's kind of located in a busy area, a busy hallway. So when people walk by, they can immediately see us meeting. And they'll walk in like, hey, just real quick, uh, I got to ask you a question. And that happened to us, what, three, four times yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it added... 45 minutes to our meeting, I think. <laughs> well, then, well, then what do you say to someone, too? Because someone opened their door. And I think if you walk by, we saw it was not an intense meeting, but we were focused. We were really, we had a nice flow state going in that meeting a couple times, so I got interrupted. But one person opened up and he goes, you mind if I interrupt? 
Like, well, you just did. Yeah, so we do. Carry bye on. bye. Go away. <laughs> and our boss's back is facing the see through glass, so he doesn't know who's coming in. And there'll be times where someone will walk in, he'll hear their voice, and immediately his face changed. Did you guys notice oh, that? Oh, yes. I saw that. Yeah, he was very much annoyed. And then when someone else came in and they sat down, I'm like, no, 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 no don't sit down. <laughs> I love this person, but this person sitting down means more time is going to be added to our conversation. Yeah, I I could not agree more. It was actually kind of comical because we all looked at each other when it happened and we're like, now we got to add another half hour to this meeting. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. There is something that I did regret yesterday. Mm -hmm. And there was something that happens after the show and it happens very often after the show. JC, you're so kind, and what you'll do is sometimes you'll Uber Eats things to the station to eat, and you always offer us, like, hey, do you want a sandwich? And, like, most of the time we say no, like, no, thank you, no, thank you. So yesterday you asked that question, and I was like, no, I'm good. I'll be good after the until after the meeting. Little did I know, during that meeting, I was getting really hangry, and I started regretting that decision, like, dang it. I should have told JC to give me that sandwich like he offered. I was there. There was a point, I think, when that person came to sit down in our meeting. I was like, oh, no, my mood's starting to change. And that's going to start reflecting my performance in the meeting. And I was like, man, next time JC offers something for after the show, I'm going to say yes next time. We should just get a tray of subs. Yeah, food at our meeting. I agree. I was tell- I was- Let's get some subs. I was telling someone about that meeting, and I told him that, oh, yeah, we had a, a long meeting because it kind of delayed some other stuff I had going on in the afternoon. And I'm like, I had a super long meeting. I'm sorry. And I told him how long it was, and they go, well, did they provide you lunch? I'm like, no. We don't get lunch. People do that at work? Like, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 workplaces provide lunch to people? Wait, I've never heard of this before. And I was telling Steph, I think, I think it, is, it is a little side note. I think it's so sweet. I'll order my sandwich from, from Uber Eats, and uh, I normally get Panera Bread, and they, they, I tell them, just leave it outside, because I don't have time to run outside, and I don't want them to wait, so just leave it outside the back door. So they leave it right there, and someone walking in is always so kind to bring it into the studio, but they're always so confused. Like, yesterday was our boss. It's like, this, this was out back with your name on it. Like, confused as to why, like, there's food outside. Last week, uh, Jeremy in our promotions department is like, I found this outside. Like, so confused as to why there'd be food out back. It must have fallen from the sky. <laughs> Where did this, at one of our sister station, this is yours? It says JC on it? What is going on? I'm like, yeah, JC orders food sometimes and he delivers it to the station. Um, I'm looking back at our notes and I'm also looking back at the text messages during that time during the meeting. I was texting James and he goes, hey, how's everything going? The first thing I said, I'm mad. He goes, at who? I'm like, myself. I didn't eat. Oh, man. Do, do you ever have, like, do you have an emergency stash of food around here? Because I always have, like, a couple of kind bars. And just in case I get really hungry, uh, I can divert to one of those. Do you have, a, like, a, a hidden stash? You know what? We still have Pop-Tarts left from Try It Tuesday. Yes. Yes. And yes. I was really considering it. But I think what made me so angry yesterday was because... I had we had those freeze dried candies and the sugar rush was really high and then I came down from it and I needed something else. I was like I can't do pop tarts. I can't do my cr- cr- I don't have anything. I ate my banana. 
I need to have another stash is what you're what I need to do. Yeah, just put them somewhere like in the office. I I don't touch any of the food in the office, so you don't have to worry about me. I don't think you do either, JC. Mm. So it'll be safe. I don't know, maybe some some chips, some beef jerky, Ooh. a sub or two. Our boss <laughs> has beef jerky. Maybe I'll ask him for some. Oh, the, the beef jerky he has in there is homemade. And I don't know who makes it, but it is so good. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't I love he, like, it. order it custom made or something? He carries it on a baggie. It's like, what's that in the brown bag? It's my jerky. <laughs> well, Jay, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Next time I'm hangry, I'm getting some of that beef jerky. Not the only thing he has in a baggie in there. <laughs> I was a little confused when he walked in. It's jerky. Mm, is that the new name for it, jerky? Mm-hmm. It was candies. It was candies, guys. And gummies. Uh, next, in about 15 minutes, tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience. You're going to see your favorite Disney characters come to life. We have four tickets for you at 825. Those are yours when you win. Heads up. I'm not sure you have cameras set up in that area of your home, but if you do, I don't know if it's possible to roll through 24 hours of footage to find this because I think this could be a great video to see. It will never see the light Come of day. Come on now. Never yes. see the light of day. There, can, go ahead. No, we can, we got to see this. There are some things that people just look ridiculous doing. There's just no way to look cool doing it. And something happened to me yesterday. So I'm in the backyard and I have to, I, I want to clear out this area. There's a bunch of leaves and pine needles on this area um, because we're going to start getting our backyard ready to hang out in our backyard. So of course. I'm trying to do a little clearing of the area, and all of a sudden, I freak out. I start doing this weird dance, hitting my head, and I think the sound I was making was, ah, ah, and my mom was out in the backyard with me. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, oh, and she's like, are you okay? And I go, I just walked through a spider web and she starts laughing she goes you just did the weirdest dance i've ever seen and i like thinking back to it i must have looked ridiculous i don't even know what moved the what move that i did it was so embarrassing and no one i am convinced you could get the coolest person out there you could get bruno mars out there and he could walk through a spider web and he will look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> no one. Because you, you don't see what the, if the spider web was big and everyone could see it, you could understand, but you don't see what's going on. You just see arms flailing in the air, like you audio noises coming from the person that's doing it. It's just, there's, everyone looks dumb when they are walking through a spider web. There's no way you can look good. Is there, is there anything else that, you look, everyone looks dumb doing just everyone, no matter how cool you are trying to grab a piece of paper. If it blows away from you, like on a, on a super windy day, I was out at the track for, for Las Vegas now. And it was like last month and I was doing a live thing and it was super, it was like a windstorm out there. And I had my notes and at one point my notes got out of my hand and they blew a little bit and I walk over to grab it. And they start to blow away again. So I go try to grab it. Yeah, the second you get right up to it, it blows away. Oh, my gosh. You look so ridiculous. Finally, I'm like, you know what? It's it's gone. It's just that sheet of paper is gone. I don't need it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to get it. But you're running up to it and try to grab it and it blows away again. I just thought of another thing. What is the thing that everyone looks dumb doing? 702-364-9400. The other day I was buying something and I dropped my credit card on the floor. Mm. 
I couldn't pick it. I was just you saying, can't. I'm sitting there trying to pick up my credit card, and then I get it to lift a little bit, and then I go to grab the whole thing, and it falls again. And it's like, then I'm trying to use my nails to pick it up, and it, it falls again. I'm like, ah, I can't pick up my credit card. You cannot. It's impossible. <laughs> that, that should be like a challenge. You put credit cards on the table and see who can pick it up. <laughs> or, well, it's a little thing, and maybe people don't notice, but if you're running up the steps, LVAC to go to the second floor, I take the stairs. And there are many times where you just miscalculate and you trip running up the stairs. It's like you don't look cool doing it. No, absolutely not. Um, I think I did this in the meeting yesterday, now that I think about it. Um, no one, everyone looks dumb when they're about to sneeze and they don't know if it's coming or not. It's like, uh, uh. And I, I know I scratch up my nose and then like people will say, bless you automatically even sneeze. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> just everyone looks so dumb at that point. Laura's got, uh, she wears Invisalign now. And it's just, do you not look dumb, but it's just like the sound that it makes and like, we'll be, we go. <laughs> oh, well, Jason, what do you want? For <laughs> we'll be, you know, we'll be, you know, things are progressing. And intimacy offices. <laughs> there's this pop sound. I'm like, oh. Hey, baby. <laughs> do you want to brush them before we start kissing? You took that, take that out, please. Uh, uh, let's talk to Todd. Todd, what is something that everyone looks ridiculous doing? You can't eat a hot dog or a corn dog and not look ridiculous. <laughs> and when you make eye contact with someone while you do that, it's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's just the most embarrassing thing. Yes, Todd, I agree. Uh, this text just came in. <laughs> that tiptoe walk we do after mopping where we cross the wet floor that they just cleaned. Um, and tiptoe across it. Like, that tiptoe is not going to make yeah, any marks. Tiny You're tip-toes. still making marks. That's a good point. We all do that. Um, this one says that, what about when you think someone is waving at you or saying hi in public, but it's not aimed at you, so you try to look back and touch your hair or something? Oh, my gosh. That is the absolute worst. <laughs> oh, not, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> when you go to speak and choke on your own spit and <laughs> sit there and cough for a half hour. <laughs> and you got to say wrong pipe, too. This day and age. I'm not oh, yeah. sick. Uh, uh, Rob, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, this one says TikTok dances in public. <laughs> if you're Steph, you can look cool doing that. She can. Yeah, she looks cool. She doing looks that. real cool. Or you walk in on someone who's doing like a, like a selfie video or something. I do them all the time, but they're, they're like, oh, I just can't. Someone comes in like, I'm just making a video. Put my phone down. Oh, <laughs> you you're taking the pictures. Yeah, like I've like, seen you do that before, and then like you stop and you re-record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see him too. Somebody here in the studio. Videos of Stu- I want that right. I want that right angle. And then you're like, oh, I see you messing with your phone. And then you try to start again, all naturally. It was so funny. <laughs> all right, uh, time to win right now with heads up. Caller twenty seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. That's you. You're playing heads up, and we got a cool prize for you. So many people are trying to get these passes. They are for the Disney immersive experience. We've got four of them for you, where you can check out this incredible display of all. All things Disney. It's kind of like the virtual Van Gogh, but Disney style. And it's happening at the Lighthouse Art Space. You want to go? Just be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to be there. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. 
It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It is Shane. Shane, good morning. Good morning, guys. You are caller 20. Let's make you a winner this morning. You have three categories to choose from. Do you want to go with movie premiere, payphone, or Iron Man? What was the last category? Um, Movie premiere, payphone, or Iron Man? Uh, let's do payphone. Payphone. National Telephone Day was yesterday. Um, and these are all things that are associated with the phone. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Shane, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're the big winner. You start now. Mine is 702-364-9400. A telephone number. Yes. This is what um, the the signal to answer your phone. You hear it do this. A ringer. Yes. A ring. This is, um. could you please wait a moment? I have another call. I'm going to put you on this. Hold. Yes. Um, oh, I'm glad I can see their number before I answer the phone. Thanks to Caller this. ID. Yes. Um, hey, let's uh, let's actually bring this person into the call, too. Let's use my... This, yes. Um, this is... Um, I want to actually look at you when we talk. I'm going to use this. Time. Yes. Nice. You got it. Congratulations. Yay. Man, <laughs> Thank you so much. You know a lot about phones, Jane. I'm impressed. I was That's just good. telling my, my best friend yesterday. I needed a little, little bit of Disney in my life, so it was meant to be. Thank this, you guys so much. This thing is going to be absolutely incredible. The Disney animation immersive experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. I want to go, too. This looks like so much fun. Absolutely. You're getting a lot of Disney in your life, and if you want to go, we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 825 when you win. Heads up. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Why? You don't have them? No. and, and with that, that was a weird question. <laughs> and that song playing, too. It's kind of sad when I think about it. Do you, do you have family photos hanging up in your house? Yes. I have a bunch of family photos. Like, like who? Like your mom and stuff? or No, my, my family. Me, my husband, my daughters. Mm-hmm. I have pictures of just my daughters by themselves. I have pictures of my mom and my dad. I have pictures of uh, my brother and his family, my brother, my sister and his, her husband. I got pictures of all my family members. There is not one photo in our house of a family member. Not No photos of Laura and I hanging up. No photos of my parents, of my, my nieces and nephews. Now in the fridge, there's a couple of Christmas cards that we received over the years that that's that's up there was some other stuff but as far as like you go into the family room there's not one photo you go upstairs to the bedrooms zero photos in our office no wedding photos no pictures of my parents laura's family we got nothing and if you go into a closet like a walk-in closet that we have downstairs there's like one photo that's thumbtacked against a wall but it's not out in of this, the closet yeah, in the closet in the closet do you guys stand in the closet and look at the photo a lot or why do you why'd you put it in the closet and who's it of it, it is of laura's uh it's laura her aunt and uncle walton les and her two grandparents which have since passed away and it's a photo of them at her grandparents house and i think um because back in that closet there's photo albums and stuff and i think at one point and I have other like like odd things hanging up in that closet. But at one point, I think that photo fell out, and I just stuck it on the wall. So it's a picture of her of her aunt and uncle and her grandparents. But it's in a closet, and it's thumbtacked into the wall. Why don't you buy a frame for it and then put it out on like a table or something? I, I you know, it's so funny because too, as a kid, we had photos, and my parents still do photos all over the house. But something happened with us where we've got nothing, and I should that be a good starting point. Or are there other people out there that have a a photoless house? Steph, do you have photos in your in your your condo? Uh, I have tons of pictures of James and I. 
I have pictures of my grandparents on both sides. Pictures of my mom, my dad. I even have framed pictures of Momo. Do you Aww. have pictures of your dogs? Not one. Wow. You could walk into my house and you would not know who lives there based on the fact there's zero photos hanging up. Not the horses? None. Wow. It would be great if you're selling it, it would be nicely staged because yeah. you don't want to have photos of people when you're staging a house. So maybe that's, this is your sign to sell right now. It's ready to go at any point. Just stick the realtor for sale sign. Come on in because yeah. it's a very generic home when you walk inside. Now there's pictures of other horses and stuff like paintings and everything. We have stuff on the walls. but you just have paintings of horses? Um, there's actually a picture of a horse, but it's not our horse. It's so bizarre. There's three pictures of horses in the house, but they're not our horses. They're just like pictures that we bought. I picture the inside of your house to be like, like a not like a dude ranch, but like a very western looking house. Is that am I right? It's like a Joshua. Like we love Joshua trees. So we walk in. We have some artwork of uh, a painting of Joshua trees hanging up. There is um, some artwork from Joshua Tree. It has that that uh, western vibe to it. Not like saddles and like cowboys, but like a Joshua desert type feel inside of it. Like, do you have cactuses in your house? We do. We do. I, I, I knew it. I just, you give, you give a cactus vibe. Cactus and Joshua trees. Cactus. Um, I know you have that picture of the Native American chief. It's like very, like, Western. I can totally feel your vibe. That Native American photo, the, 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 um, the Native American chief that's hanging up in our bedroom, there's something about it that I need to take a picture and show you because... We're um, in our bedroom. There's the bed, and then there's some space, the wall, and uh, that picture hanging up. And Jack's, if we're on the bed and we're throwing the toy off the bed, he's jumping off, jumping off. We throw the toy towards the side where the um, the, the chief is. He won't jump off the bed. Hmm. He will not go near that photo of the Native American chief. It's uh, so bizarre. Well, there's obviously a fear there. I mean, maybe that's a good way to deter him from getting on the furniture. If you want him to not do that, maybe in your living room, put it up in the living room instead. Walk around the house with the cheap yeah. picture. Or is there like some kind of spirit? Or It's it's so bizarre. Like he will not. I could be sometimes I'll, if, if I'm in bed and I'm eating something, I'll sit on the floor underneath that painting. He won't. Even if there's food, he won't go over there. So part of me is like, is there some kind of spirit or something in that area of our house? Because it is. The weirdest thing, how he won't jump, jump off the bed or go to that part of the house. Yeah, that, I've heard that Home Goods sells photos of <laughs> spiritual photos. It's not a Home lot. Goods photo. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> TJ Maxx. <laughs> you got it, Ross. <laughs> I I don't know. The one thing that we don't have in our house um, is a live, laugh, love sign. I think I see a lot of people with those. <laughs> we do not have one of those. You can't have those. No. You can't have those. <laughs> I mentioned before, I had the uh, keep calm and carry on painting that was hanging up we took that down years ago thank the lord hey brooke good morning good morning what, what are you missing from your house or is there something that you don't like in other people's so houses? personally i just wanted to say that i don't trust people who don't have pictures on the walls in their houses <laughs> only because of the movie running scared with paul walker what was it about i never saw that movie oh my gosh um his neighbor gets kidnapped and these like crazy people steal like the kid and they have no pictures on their walls and his wife rescues the kid and she's like if you guys have kids why is there no pictures on your walls 
And that's how she figured out that they were like the kidnappers. Oh. <laughs> I've always wondered why you've never invited me inside your home, JC. I, and now we have our answer. I would like to think if I did have kids, I'd probably have photos of the kids on the wall. But yes, there's zero. There are there are pictures on the wall. Just no family members or kids that we don't have. <laughs> we prefer not to put our loved ones on the wall. But we, our home goods paintings, yes. <laughs> the Native American chief, yes. A photo of my father? Absolutely not. Uh-uh. I would, our house would be the worst house to sell if people walked in there's just so many pictures of family that people would be instantly put off like oh my gosh there's just too much here get me out is that a thing if you are selling a home you should not have family photos of it no not at all yeah keep everything clean because people want to walk in with the feeling that this is their home not that this is your home so if they see all these pictures of you it's just not going to feel like a place that they belong it's like staying in an Airbnb I've been in Airbnbs we walk in and there's family photos I'm like oh that's who actually lives here yeah. interesting yeah my girlfriend she stages houses for a living uh-huh. and she, I was initially going to have her when we did our remodel stage it and uh, she's like you don't want to stage it the way I stage it it won't look like anyone lives here I'm like oh okay never mind <laughs> We've got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about um, Bed Bath & Beyond, speaking of home stores. The sale, um, the closing sale, it starts today. So we'll give you the details on that. Are you a bad driver? Well, if you are, it's probably thanks to the, these people. We'll tell you who it is. And a new poll talks about overbearing moms and how they can ruin relationships. That's all coming up next in the hot three. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. So today's the day. We got the news earlier this week that Bed Bath & Beyond is closing. Uh, well, today's the last day to use those coupons that they send out. And the closing sale begins today, wraps up on the 24th. If you buy anything during this closing sale, just remember, all sales are final. No returns are going to be accepted. And the Welcome Rewards Program is going to wrap up on May 14th. But you won't get any more reward points. You'll just be able to redeem them. So there's no word on how deep the closing discounts will be but they filed for bankruptcy and they are shutting her down do you need anything would there be a reason do you need some pillows or some towels or something beyond from there right now i could always use more towels and and pillows uh the thing i used to get when i had one of those coupons are k-cups if you have a Keurig, they sold K-Cups Oh, there. they did? Just so random. And I'm like, oh, let's give us some K-Cups, 20% off. Um, and then when Sophie went to college, we got a ton of stuff there. They had so many, there were so many things that we had to get there. So, yeah, we I felt like we helped keep them in business. Apparently, we didn't buy enough, unfortunately. Yeah. This always comes down to, too, if we all shop there more, they wouldn't be going out of business. It was pillows for me. That was my go-to spot, the one in Summerlin, to get my pillows. Yeah, that's a bummer. But some good deals to be had mm-hmm. if you're looking for some. Also this morning, if someone cuts you off in traffic today, do not blame them. Blame their parents. According to this, that's probably where they got it from. Someone asked people about their driving habits and also their parents' driving habits. And if your mom or dad did things like speed or roll through stop signs, there is a much higher chance that you did it too. Two-thirds of people who admit to dangerous driving say they were raised by parents who were also bad drivers. People in that group were three times more likely to have been pulled over in the past 10 years and three times more likely to have points on their license. Here are some of the bad habits parents are most likely to pass down. Speeding, road rage, poor spatial awareness, like drifting into other lanes, being a bad parallel parker, and sudden moves like cutting people 
off. The good driving habits we get from them, using your turn signals, staying calm behind the wheel, driving the speed limit, moving over so other cars can pass, and letting people merge. How were your parents as drivers? Uh, they were both really good drivers, actually. My dad um, taught me how to drive, and uh, my mom just brought this up two days ago. It's so funny you asked that. Um, he said I was the only person that he could get in the car with and fall asleep because he trusted my driving because he, he taught me everything. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we'd go to New Mexico and he'd pull the side of the road. He goes, I'm tired. Um, I need to take a nap. So my mom would get ready to go there. He's like, no, I want her to drive. Oh, so, so you drive it? I would yeah. drive us to the rest of the way to New Mexico. It's so funny. Oh, that's sweet. How about your uh, parents? They're fantastic drivers. They don't speed. I, I do have a heavy foot at times, but my parents, my mom is de- definitely not a fast driver, nor is my dad. And my dad normally doesn't listen to the radio in the car. He's like, if you're in the car with my dad, it's silence. My mom's the complete opposite. Radio is always on as kids, music playing and stuff. But get in the car with dad, it was just, radio was never on. It was kind of odd. Need to concentrate. Be aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Finally, this morning, it's a little close to Mother's Day to be saying bad things about them, but apparently these people don't care. This survey by Dating.com found overbearing moms have a real talent for sabotaging their kids' relationships. Two-thirds of people say they've dated someone whose mom had a negative impact on their relationship. Over half of those claim it was the main reason that they stopped dating them. Um, 78% of single people saying be, being overly close with your mom is a deal breaker. So I don't know how they're defining overly close on this one, but 48% of people say a partner's mom has tried to pull strings and intervene in a relationship at at least once. And 62% of people think that being a mama's boy suggests a guy is less likely to help with chores like laundry and dishes. How's, does Matt talk to his mom a lot? No, not really. They talk maybe like once every couple of months. They don't talk Oh, that, that long? Much. Really? Yeah, they don't. And you guys don't talk then either? Oh, no. No, we don't talk. Yeah. I see. <laughs> where, where were you going with this? No, I, was just, I, was just, I, was just, I was just gauging everyone's relationship. How about with, you? Um, uh, my mother-in-law, fantastic relationship. We just don't talk that often. Um, every so often we do text messages. She listens to the show every single day because every so often she'll send me a message about something we talked about at night. I'm like, oh, wow. So she listens um, on through the Odyssey app all the time, which I think is just so sweet. We have really good relationship. Just don't talk that often. Laura and my mom, they do talk a lot. They're very close and they talk a lot which is cool yeah it's a it when it starts affecting the relationship that's when you need to put the brakes on and it's hard because whose side do you take the person that you see a future with or your mom and people have different views on that some people are like that's your mom you gotta always take your mom's side and some people are like no this is my husband or my wife i'm Mm -hmm. taking their side i know my husband has been caught in that predicament from time to time it's not like my mother-in-law and i don't like each other it's just we don't we don't agree on certain things and my husband always takes my side and i appreciate that but at the same time i don't want to cause a rift between he and his mom i want him to still have a good relationship but like she'll she'll make snarky comments to me every once in a while and he he always calls her out he's like what's that supposed to mean why would you say something like that? And I'm like, it's cool. Don't worry about well, that's it. Good, that's care. good that he's doing that. Yeah. At some point, that's you know, that's how life works. You, you, your mother's there. She raises you. She's the the first woman in your life. And then at some point, yeah, you're going to leave that and then go to uh, you know the, for Matt, go to you and and have your back. Yeah, I know, but I just don't like causing problems. Pictures you know? of your mother-in-law in the house? Uh, I don't know. 
I don't I don't think so. I mean, and it's not by design. I'm not trying. I feel like you're trying to no, to, no, no. to get me oh, to no, say no, bad no. things no, about no, no, her. No, no, it's not. I'm just asking questions. That's, I, all, I, I just that's like, the last are thing. Are you trying to get not me to talk all. crap? Not, no, not at all. Don't, don't, I don't want to go in that right at all. I was just, I was just uh, keeping conversation going. That's <laughs> gotcha, all. Gotcha. That's all. Hey, our spring fling is Saturday night with Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, and Michael Richter. It's an all-ages show. You can still get tickets at Mix941.fm. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Taylor Swift, uh, last past Saturday was National Record Store Day, and Taylor Swift released a record, 75,000 copies. All sold just like that. I saw the line at a New York City record store for that, and it went around the block like three times. It was so crazy. They're saying the album um, w- w- will be in the top ten next week, and if that's the case, you'll have three albums in the top ten next week. Yeah, it, it, records are coming back, mm-hmm. and everyone loves, especially these like collectors editions and these exclusive drops. Like it's really coming back. So something to think about if you're looking for. Something to collect. Records are back, baby. Oh yeah, Zia Records is awesome too. They always, they had all they had a line too. They had a line. They had some people that came out real early to get these. But yeah, it was a huge success. National Record Store Day. When you go to work, do you feel like you should or could or do become friends with the people that you work with? And do you think that it's okay to become friends with your workmates, or should you keep work work, or? And personal, personal, just do not cross the two because then it's just bound to be bad. 
Uh, I'm on the friend side. You can definitely make friends at work. I've made many. Some of my closest friends have been through work. Some of my closest friends are at work. I 100% think it's it's perfectly okay to make friends at work. And I think it's a good thing to have those those bonds in the office. What if, like, you get in a fight with someone and then you have to see them every single day? Well, hopefully you can, like any friendship, there's going to be ups and downs. And hopefully you can work through said fight or whatever issue you have. Um, hopefully you can work through that. If not, then maybe the level of friendship is not as close as you thought. Well, it's, I mean, it's nice when you can make friends with the people at work and you enjoy work. But there's, um, someone is calling out their boss who posted a memo uh, and they put it up on Reddit. And the memo says, work is not meant to be fun. And... People like that's in all caps. And then underneath it, it says, this is your job. Do not dedicate work time to discussion of non-work topics. Do not facilitate friendships during work hours. If a coworker is having non-work discussions on company time, um, then they're directed to report said employee. And then he uh, he signs off with a photo of a, a minion from despicable me dang yeah it's it's racked up tons of comments in in just a few hours and uh a lot of people are now debating it some people are actually agreeing saying keep work work keep personal personal um if if people are friends you're not going to be as productive others are like wow god forbid i enjoy where i go to work and have friends and people i can depend on and ask for help or advice what do you guys think do you uh do you think that that's toxic of this boss for demanding that they do not talk about non-work things during business hours? Or does he have a point? Do you think that maybe he's on the right track because so much time is wasted by talking about non-work things? Where do you stand on the whole thing? I, I mean, I think that you should be able to have friends at your work. I, I am for that. I will say there's times where I see people that just don't work because they're too busy talking about what they're going to do on the weekend together and this and that. And it's frustrating, but then I have to check myself and say, Hey, if they're getting their job done, what business is it of yours? Mm -hmm. You know, let them have their fun. I'm just jealous because I've not finished my work and I'm like, I want to <laughs> talk about what I'm doing this weekend. So, uh, what do you guys think? It's, we just got a text here that said, I agree with the boss. I see so many people just talking and talking and not doing work. And then when it comes time for deadlines, all of a sudden they need my help. I mean, yeah, I don't. Would you report that, though? Or would you say something to the employee? I would talk to them like, hey, I love that you're having fun, but we got to get this done. This needs to be done by today. So, yeah, I would go to the person, too. If we're working for I'm trying to give an example for us, we're working on some something needs to get done. And let's go to the back to that meeting we had yesterday. We wanted to get some stuff done and get out of there. If there were more people in that meeting having a conversation, making weekend plans or discussing something that wasn't pertaining to the meeting on hand, I would definitely say something like, hey, hold that conversation for later. Let's get this done. And then you guys can go do whatever you need to do. Oh, my worst. The worst thing you can hear in a meeting, in my opinion, is totally off subject. But I got to tell you, and I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Let's stay on the subject, please. Don't tell me your story. You can tell it to me later. And clap till we say it because um, I'm right there with you. That is enough for me. Keep on the subject, please. Someone just texted, if that was my boss, 
I'd be looking for a new job. Yeah, that's how, that's a little harsh. That is a little harsh. Well, it's a lot harsh, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's trending is coming up here in a few minutes. What do you have for us? All right, we're going to talk about the big VGK game tomorrow night. How the crowd taunted Laurent Brassois uh, on Monday night. What judge may get kicked off of American Idol and the newest Barbie to join the brand. We're going to break it all down coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, Vegas Golden Knights are trending this morning. So tomorrow, big game. They are hoping to move on from the first round of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. They're three and one going into the series against the Winnipeg Jets after beating them. 4-2 on Monday night. Now, uh, Laurent Brossois was in the crease, and he made 24 saves for Vegas' third win of the season. Now, he used to be the Jets' backup to Connor Hellebeck, and the crowd did not let him forget it when they started screaming at their former goalie. See if you can make out what they're saying. They're saying you're a backup uh, at their former goalie. Now, Brossois said he did hear the chance, and all it did was just motivate him anymore. Captain Mark Stone has talked to the team and told them not to get complacent as they head into Game 5 because it's going to be the hardest game yet. Puck drops at 7 p.m. tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, when that chance is happening, just point to the scoreboard. Hey, look up there. Back yeah. up. Yeah, look at the score. Look that, where the series is right now, too. I think at that point, actually, it was tied. Oh, was it tied? <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah. whatever. We're all done. Go ahead. Look at the score now, you yes. guys. We won. Um, also trending this morning is Katy Perry. She could be the next to go on American Idol. An insider told Radar Online that a lot of fans are really angry over the way she treats the contestants and producers are considering replacing her. They say Katy has come under fire for harsh comments and the past but now fans are upset over the way she humiliated a singing duo this comes on the heels of a scandal involving singer sarah beth Leeby. uh she's a 25 year old mother of three and she quit the show after perry made a uh, crack about her having so many kids I, we were talking about it earlier and i don't watch american idol so i was trying to find some of the stuff that she's saying how harsh is she and there was one thing which i completely disagree with and she was getting heat for it is the way that she would tell contestants that they're going to hollywood and she does it in a way of they had an example. I should have pulled the audio, but it was like something like, um, you know, Tom, they say if you if you love something, you need to let it go. And it's as if like he's not going to make it to Hollywood. And she's like, and you're going to Hollywood. And, and so people were getting upset over the way she was telling contestants that they're moving on. I thought it was I thought it was cute and sweet the way she was doing it. It's like the, making that anticipation. Yes. Like you're not making it. You're done. Oh, the, the journey has been really strong. And just, you know, there's certain things that you're going to need when you go to Hollywood. Yeah, she um, I guess there was a duo that she really went after. I'm trying to find the exact uh, phrase or what she said. She said, I just think the energy was broken between the both of you. You couldn't give each other energy you both needed. You both deserved. And I think you're better than that performance. And then um, when the judges deliberated, she's one of the people said disaster. Um, Yeah. So I don't know what it is exactly, but. I, I don't know how many people watch the show. I do not either anymore. And so 
maybe it's just time to hang it up. <laughs> like, who are you going to get? Who hasn't been a judge on American Idol at this point? I, I mean, know. They even had Ellen as a judge, and she doesn't even sing. So I, I don't even know what to do. There was Ellen. Was she with Steven? Wasn't Steven Tyler a judge? I think so. J-Lo? Yeah. Mariah Carey? Wasn't Mariah Carey and J-Lo together at the same time? Uh, wasn't it Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj together? That's what it was. And wasn't Nicki Minaj late because of traffic or something? They came on the air and oh. Ryan Seacrest was like, one of them was late. Like, so-and-so's not here right now because they're stuck in traffic. Like, legitimately stuck in traffic trying to get to the set. It was, the tension between Nicki and Mariah was awful. I mean, I was so uncomfortable watching that show. Do you remember Cara Diaguardi? Yes. Didn't she live here in town or have connections to Las Vegas? I'm not sure. Keith Urban was a judge. Harry Connick Jr. Luke Bryan is currently. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's time to move on. So, uh, finally, this morning, Barbie is trending. The toy maker, Mattel, they have introduced the first Barbie with Down syndrome. The goal is to make the famous doll more inclusive, and they worked with the National Down Syndrome Society to make it. So the, the doll has a shorter frame and a longer torso than its other Barbies. The doll's face is also a rounder shape with almond-shaped eyes, smaller ears, and a flat nasal bridge. Mattel said that the doll's palms will even include a single line, which is a characteristic often associated with those with Down syndrome. Now, they also say our goal is to enable all children to see themselves in Barbie, which also encourage while also encouraging children to play with dolls who do not look like them. So a new Barbie on the block. And that is what's trending. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow, Thursday, getting close to the weekend. We're going to have more of those Disney immersive passes to give you. And a lot of stuff planned. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, we'll have some special guests on the show tomorrow morning. Yes. Ted Lasso-ish type guests. Yes. The ones you're talking about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Danny Rojas. We love Danny Rojas. Uh, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed on this because they're supposed to be calling us from London. So we'll see. I don't want to make any promises, but make sure you are listening to If all goes as planned, yes. we'll be on the show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's it for us. J-Love up next. But first, it's time for the line of the day. Well, here you go. Things you look dumb doing. Number one answer, walking through a spider web. I freak out. I start doing this weird dance, hitting my head, and I think the sound I was making was, ah, ah. and my mom was out in the backyard with me. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, oh. And she's like, are you okay? And I go, I just walked through a spider web. It was gross. It felt all, and I felt the spider web on me for the rest of the day. Oh, gosh. Just waiting for that spider to be on you somewhere at some point. Well, that'll do it for show number 1826 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.